If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is StartupRad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.io podcast or check for the StartupRad.io internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.io skill as well. Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday the 19th of September 2022. Starting in Europe. In the United Kingdom, today is the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. Leaders from almost every country in the world are in London for the funeral, which will take place at Westminster Abbey. The Queen will be buried in Windsor, next to her father, King George VI, and her husband, Prince Philip. Since Wednesday, members of the public have been queuing to visit the Queen's coffin in the Houses of Parliament. On Saturday, the queue reached a length of 16 kilometres long, taking people 24 hours to reach the coffin. Former England football captain David Beckham queued for 12 hours. I, I, I thought by coming at 2am... It was going to be a little bit quieter. I was wrong. Everybody had that in mind. Um, but the people here, you know, all ages, you know, there was, a, like I said, an 84-year-old lady walking around. There was a 90-year-old gentleman walking around. Everybody wants to be here to be part of this experience and celebrate what Her Majesty has done for us. Last night, many foreign leaders arrived at Buckingham Palace and met King Charles US President Joe Biden said that the world was a better place because of Queen Elizabeth. So to all the people of England, all the people of the United Kingdom, our hearts go out to you and uh, you were fortunate to have had her for 70 years. We all were. The world's better for her. In Ukraine, authorities have found the bodies of over 440 people buried in a forest close to the city of Izium. Izium, in the northeast of Ukraine, was under Russian occupation for six months until the Ukrainian army recaptured it last week. The police and other investigators say that the bodies belong to a mix of soldiers and civilians, and that some show signs of being tortured. Journalists have now spoken to some civilians about being tortured by Russian soldiers during the occupation. Russia denies targeting civilians in Ukraine. The British Ministry of Defence has said that Russia has responded to recent military failures by targeting civilian infrastructure. In the south of Ukraine, the Ukrainian army is continuing a counter-attack in Kherson Oblast. On Friday, the headquarters of the Russian occupation in Kherson city was hit by Ukrainian missiles. In Serbia, thousands of people joined a gay pride event on Saturday. 
The event had been banned by the government over security concerns. However, Prime Minister Anna Brnabic changed the decision a few hours before it was planned to start. There were some protests by Christian and right-wing groups. However, the police kept them separate. Africa. In Libya, hundreds of Chadians have been arrested, accused of poaching endangered animals. A militia that supports the Libyan warlord Khalifa Haftar is holding at least 400 people in the city of Ajdabiya. In Uganda, around 12,000 people attended the Niege Niege Music Festival this weekend. Some reports said that the festival had sold more tickets than ever this year because of bad media coverage, which called it immoral. America's Puerto Rico had all of its power cut last night during Hurricane Fiona. Scientists said that Puerto Rico should expect catastrophic flooding between Sunday night and Monday morning. El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele, has said that he will stand for re-election as president, despite the constitution saying that re-election is banned in El Salvador. Last year, the Supreme Court, with judges mostly chosen by Bukele, said that presidents can seek a second term. In Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan, fighting across the border has killed at least 81 people in the last few days. Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan have blamed each other for attacks on border posts in disputed areas of the border. In Armenia, United States House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has condemned Azerbaijan for attacks on Armenia recently. Pelosi, who arrived in Armenia yesterday, said that Azerbaijan started the fighting last week, which killed at least 250 soldiers, mostly Armenians, before a ceasefire was agreed. In Iran, there have been protests after the death of Masha Amini, a 22-year-old woman who died after being arrested by morality police last week. Reports said that she was beaten by the religious police. However, the police say that she died of an illness after her arrest. Some people have been detained at different protests across Iran, and according to Twitter, the hashtag Masha Amini has been used almost two million times in the last few days. In Iran, it is illegal for women to be in public without wearing a scarf on their heads. In Japan, millions of people have been told to leave their homes as Typhoon Nanmadol brings extreme wind and rain. A special alert has been given on the southern island of Kyushu, and the meteorological agency has said that the wind could be so strong that buildings could be destroyed. And India has cheetahs again after 70 years. Prime Minister Narendra Modi released eight African cheetahs 
into the Kuno National Park in central India, more than 70 years after cheetahs were declared extinct. That's your world news in seven minutes. A massive thank you to José Miguel in Spain, Natalia in Brazil, and Jitka in Czechia for becoming our newest supporters. If you'd like to support us and read the transcripts of every episode, go to send7.org support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Namitha Rabinath. Have a great day. <laughs>